When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to Indiana Sports Beat Radio, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Looks over the middle. Second guess fires. Throws. Does he make the catch in the end zone? Yes! Touchdown! Hold depot to win it. Another one! He got Another it! Another one! by Burke. Bounces into Cody. Puts it up. Scores! Now, from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, here's your host, Jim Coyle. Good Monday, everybody. Uh, I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I did. It was nice out. The weather was great. Um, Kind of calm and relaxing. And cannot complain about much over this great weekend. Uh, lots of sports going on, lots to get to a great show planned. Uh, Kevin Brockway will join us for a little bit. Jamie Shaw, national analyst for rivals will join us to talk about the peach jam and everything that is going on, has gone on down there. Performances, lots of IU targets down there. Um, Indiana football best out on a, those wide receivers over the weekend, but that's mainly because Indiana's loaded at that position. Uh, the basketball players are all down at French Lick right now for a reunion. Team USA gets one out over Spain. A fan was bent. John, don't you have some headlines? Yes, sir. Gotta I, get it. I was yeah. waiting for you to make the call for it. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to remind me since it's a new second. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, we'll go but, ahead. Uh, John, what, 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 what's, uh, what's the headlines today? Yeah, so starting off on the basketball side of things for Indiana, we talked last week with Alec Lasley about Bryce Sensible at the Peach Jam, and he came into the Peach Jam with virtually no offers. And afterward, I think now he has double-digit offers, including Cincinnati, Florida, Georgia Tech, Indiana, Northwestern, Ole Miss, Plenty of Power 5 schools, and he could be one of those recruits in the uh, 2020, I think he's 2023 class, to uh, can quickly rise up the rankings. And so I would say he's a guy to be on the lookout for, as Alec Lasley mentioned uh, last week on the basketball side of things. Okay. Okay. I didn't, know if, you were, I didn't know if you were going to respond or if we were going to go back and forth or what you wanted to do. Oh, no, that. just uh, getting what the headlines are. All right, next up, four-star Joe Strickland closing in on his commitment. As we've talked about before, he's got uh, three uh, schools down in his uh, or left in his recruitment that he's deciding between one of them being Indiana, the other two being Stanford and Purdue. Uh, He hasn't officially announced a date for when he's going to make his announcement, but he did say that it's probably no more than a week away. So that's Joe Strickland, four-star defensive lineman from here. I sent out a tweet on that one. I sent out a tweet on that one that that, to me, seems like a, a two-horse race between Indiana and Purdue. I mean, uh, Indiana and Stanford. Uh, that's just total guesswork. That is nothing. 
but this kid, you can tell he is, he's one that is, he seems very serious about looking at his schools. If you read about his uh, recruiting process, he did not think he was going to play in state. Therefore, Indiana and Purdue, neither were expected to be in his final three. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the fact that they are, he is very seriously looking at, and and I think that Indiana has a better than 50-50 shot here. And he Partly also because Stanford that yeah, a bunch of Indiana players have been actively reaching out to him and I don't think he said the same thing about uh Purdue players. Correct. Uh and Omar, uh we had him on last week. He was one that the, that's another reason um as I was going to mention that I that's why I think that this is an Indiana lean I'm going 60-40 Indiana on this, um, but Stanford's going to be tough to beat out. They're a great, great school. You can tell that the school matters to him, but uh, looking forward to see what he ends up doing. All right, next, uh, this past weekend, Michael Pinnock spent some time at the Manning Passing Academy, and I actually have a video right here of him uh, throwing in front of him and then hearing a good comment and reaction from those around him, including Peyton Manning. So here we go. So that's pretty cool to be able to have Indiana's top quarterback have Peyton Manning right behind him. They're saying, good throw, good throw. I would say that's something that not many quarterbacks get to experience, whether they're uh, whether they're good or not. So, Yeah, I look forward to talking to, um, well, Jamie Shaw wouldn't know about that, but the Rivals guys later on uh, about – him being at that camp and what that means to him and his continued growth as a quarterback. Uh, I look forward to that. Uh, let's see. That's Team USA over Spain. Big win for them. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to that as uh, Team USA was looking a little shaky early on um, as the, this, the Olympics started. But uh, looking – the Olympics, speaking of the Olympics – uh, you've got Olympians testing positive for COVID now. Um, and what does that mean? What does that mean to uh, Team USA, to the Olympics? Um, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. How, how is this happening? Are these particular athletes, were they not vaccinated? Were any of these Olympians, uh, um, any of these that, that, that have tested positive, were, were, had they been vaccinated? Um, that's what I want to know. What, what, how, how does that happen? How in the world are you not vaccinated? I mean, how could you even think of doing something like this and not be vaccinated? But if you are, I want to know. Are, are you getting COVID while you're vaccinated? So that's kind of a question I'd like to uh, understand because that's going to play in a part of the rest of, of, of sports that go on. Um, now, I see a lot of member of the U.S. women's gymnastic team tested positive before the Olympics. Um, which I still don't understand that. That's not answering the question. One of them tested positive, but 
I, I just I, I don't understand this, and I want to know more because as we go forward, you're going to open up basically the, the American sports season. Well, that's and there's been rumblings of the numbers rising a little bit. Um, I just don't want to get into that this year. We've 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 had enough of that. We're getting ready to go back to Big Ten media days in, in a few days for the first time in two years. Um, looking so forward to that. Didn't mention that. That's this week, Thursday and Friday. We'll be coming live from there um, for you. So uh, we will have Coach Allen on on Thursday. Um, and, um, oh, dang, uh, Marcelino Ball, I believe, is – last year they, they normally take three, but they might just be taking one this year. It may be just me, Marcelino. Uh, but we'll have him on with us as well. Uh, that's both Thursday. We're going to try to see if we can get some other guys, coaches, whatnot, but it's so difficult with their with their schedule. Uh, they all have to speak, and <clears throat> it's a juggling act. But we'll be coming to you live from uh, the floor, the, the sidelines of Lucas Oil Stadium. That's going to be kind of a unique deal in and of itself. Um, I've never broadcast from a, a, a football sidelines, from a football field. So that's going to be cool. Uh, looking forward to that. Um Looking forward to that kickoff. I mean, that feeling, because there's there's a lot of excitement that starts in that. You get that energy. Um, the coaches, you can – but you can also see the coaches' personalities a lot. A lot of them are very reserved. Most of them are very reserved. Um, Tom Allen is always beaming. Jim Harbaugh is going to have a big crowd because they're going to be those guys, especially from Ohio, that – Ask those questions. They like to needle. Um, it was, I remember it the last one. Uh, I've got a picture sitting in front of Harbaugh and the, and the group, all big group around him. And it doesn't take long. They, and he doesn't shy away. He, he, he gladly does his part to uh, provide the, those great answers. So thanks a lot for joining us on the Andy Moore Honda Hotline. As a matter of fact, Ronnie, uh, Robert Carter, the truth says a good morning. It's time for IU basketball. He's um he's ready to go. Tim says hello. Yep, all four coaches. Uh, we'll talk about that. Arbo Sprint, morning everybody. Seeing that picture, Coach Knight at the reunion last night. As I'm smiling this morning. Yeah, Coach Knight was at the the reunion at French Lick that I spoke about. Team members all gathering. I think they're playing golf today. Um, but very cool get together for those guys. It was just a great weekend overall for me. It's just relaxing. Um, hope your weekend was great. The week coming up, like I said, we've got Big Ten Media Day starts, so that's kicking things off. You got the TBT going on, uh, in addition to the Peach Jam, uh, which I love the TBT. We're going to try to have Maurice Creek, our old friend Mo Creek, on. Uh, I think he hit a busted a big shot last night, didn't he? Uh, see if you can pull that up, John. Uh, I think I. Uh, it's probably on his Twitter, uh, Maurice Creek, but I think he always has a knack for hitting big shots in the TBT. Uh, ran into Rob Fennessy yesterday, uh, and his mom got to meet his mom, uh, at Yogi's said hello to, to Rob. He's looking good. Uh, his mom was so sweet. Um, took a picture for him, but, uh, he signed the wall there at Yogi's. Uh, getting his name up on there. Uh, good thing he did that before he got, got out of town, gets out of town after this season. But um, 
yeah, just a fun, relaxing weekend. I think the student uh, things are students are ready to get back to school. It's time for football, but we still got a lot of basketball. The on how about the NBA playoffs? The playoffs that when they started, it was like this is going to be a sleeper. The Suns are going to walk. The Suns are on the verge of elimination. Unbelievable. Look forward to talking about that as well. Uh, on the program today, big show. Kevin Brockway is going to join us in the next segment. We'll talk about uh, a lot of these things. But at nine, uh, at um, after that, Jamie Shaw, national analyst for Rivals, he'll join us. We'll talk about what's going on down at the Peach Jam. You got a lot of guys that Indiana is looking at, a lot of targets. Jalen Hood, Shafino, and all of those guys um, are, are lighting it up and having a big time. But we'll talk to him about that. And also John Blau, writer for the Herald here in Bloomington, uh, leaving, take another position, and I uh, wanted to get him on before he left. I uh, look forward to talking to him. Did just a f- trem- tremendous, phenomenal job covering Indiana for them. Um, that's a loss. It, that's a big loss for the IU sports beat. I, I promise you that. He's just a he's a great reporter. Um, very, very good. He is one of those guys that is not self-serving. Um, and you can't ask for more than that. Hey, we'll be back with more. You're listening to Indiana Sports Beat. We're back right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Hey, Hoosier fans, whether you're looking for a new or a used vehicle, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington's got you covered. They're Bloomington's number one Honda dealer for a reason. For deals like this, how about a new 2020 Honda Civic LX front-wheel drive lease for just $180 a month? Or a new 2021 Honda Accord LX front-wheel drive lease for just $270 a month? Andy Moore Honda Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Sobs Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Sobs Clubhouse. A winner every time. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Speed. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. 
Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with the family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Psalms Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Psalms Restaurant and Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Psalms Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Psalms Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Psalms Clubhouse. Psalms Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. This segment is brought to you by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Here's Jim Coyle. Welcome back on this Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. Kevin Brockway joins us. Kevin, how was your weekend, brother? It was uh, glorious, right? You know, good weather. You know, it was nice to be uh, out and about in Bloomington, and good to be uh, good to be back in town. So, um, but uh, we got a big week coming up, right? Football media days. Yeah, speaking of football, I was just talking about um, Indiana didn't get those two wide receivers, but they're pretty booked in the wide receiver room. Not big shock there, but um, the the one that's still out there, Joe Strickland. To me, that's a big one. It's yeah. they're not having any problems getting skill players. They're going to get skill players from around the. You, you can get them, and mostly skill players are mostly going to come from other places. Indiana is is going to produce linemen though all the time. You're going to have you know when you've got Center Grove and these big schools, there's going to be big time linemen year in year out, and. Too many times in the past, Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State were, have been able to pluck those guys out, and they, and they still have been. But he's a four-star. He's a high Stanford, Indiana, Purdue, his final three. Uh, but these are the guys that Indiana needs to get, get on a consistent basis, and they are starting, but this would be a continuation of that and really show – that they are are getting a true grip on recruiting and on in state kids, I think. Well, well, Omar Cooper was a big get. I think you know. You oh, absolutely. Virginia for him. I think that was a good sign that it's catching on here throughout the state that people are getting excited about Indiana football. Uh, they see the potential of Tom Allen, and it's going to grow. You know, and uh, you know you can get a lot of offensive linemen, obviously from that Fort Wayne area, um, and uh, I, I think there's. I think there's enough players to go around. I mean, so much of it, as we know, is the evaluation too. It's not all about you know the stars in front of your uh, in, in front of your uh, name, you know, on a recruiting website because um, you know, Jim. Uh, a lot of the time, those guys can be wrong. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no way. I hate to say that, but uh, I know because I know that. Uh, you work for rivals, but uh, I've seen it. Trust me, over the years. But I've seen I don't some. work for anybody. I work for myself. I know, I know. No, but I've seen, I've seen the, uh, I've seen some five stars come in. Um, you know, more in basketball. I've seen some five stars that come in and completely bust, and you've seen some three stars come in and 
Or, you know, what happened to that kid from Detroit who ended up leaving after one year that was a five-star receiver? Well, uh, and also, there's a difference. Year, you know? What? It's a difference in yeah. talent level. You're only seeing them against their peers when they're being rated. Yeah. Um, and so. And, but, you know, you can you can work and develop also. That's that's the main thing. And that's I think that's what we see in college sports. And here's the thing. No one. And I mean, no one can predict development. You can predict potential development, but you can't because it involves too much. It involves, but first of all, it involves their want their How much are they going to put into it mentally? Um, Yeah. The work ethic piece of it is huge. Got to turn this on. Uh, Obviously that's, that's, that's the big, that's the big thing, Jim is, you know, how hard are you going to work? I think that's the main thing. And the other thing, which I think Indiana does a really good job of, is what kind of infrastructure do you have in place? Not necessarily in facilities, but in coaching, strength and conditioning, the assistant coaches. I think that area is where Indiana has really invested in, and that's how they've uh, really developed players, that, that development piece of it. Uh, really the strength and conditioning piece, you know, beginning with Baloo and continuing with Aaron Wellman. Um, and, uh, you know, Dr. You know, uh Dr. Ray is a speed coach. Um, I think that's the area where Indiana has really uh, put its focus on development and it's really worked out. Absolutely. And as they continue that, um, and you said big 10 media days, uh, I mentioned it earlier. We'll be doing, we'll be going live from there uh, this Thursday and Friday really kicks it off. And, and that really starts the energy because uh, there's, there's always energy there. Uh sometimes it's with the coaches, sometimes it's just with the reporters, but it just last year lacked so much energy. I'm looking forward to seeing how that changes teams fortunes this year, because it's going to change the fortune. Indiana is one of those teams are very interested to see how they perform on the road at some of these places. Uh, And they get that shot right off the bat at Iowa, uh, unfortunately, but, or fortunately, who knows? It could go either way. Um, the Peach Jam's going on down in Atlanta. Big week, or actually two weeks this year. They made it two weeks, which it's normally just one. But uh, a, a ton of IU targets are down there. We'll, we're going to be talking to, to Jamie Shaw later, but um, that's that's kind of a one of the big. That's the big one of the biggest deals of the summer. Yeah, you know, I regret never going there. That you know, I know some people that did you know when i was down in gainesville it's about a six hour drive it was a little much i used to go to the au championships in orlando at disney every year uh probably about five or ten years ago when it was a really big thing um and uh, i don't know if it's back down there or not but the peach jam was always a place that uh, i wanted to go to and never did but you know obviously a huge eybl event and um you know good good chance to see a lot of different players from throughout the country and uh, iu i think is certainly going to I tell you, know, you what, we'll I set on some people, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Next year, we'll be doing the show live from the Peach Jam. Are you, um, you going to go down there? But are they going to keep that thing two weeks? I don't know. You know, you have some events in Vegas too at the end of the month. That's another big hotspot area. Uh, the EYBL does, so you know, it's that's kind of the. I, I think they try to space it out so that you. Uh, you know, just have different events on different weekends um, and uh, have guys flying them out. But uh, it, uh, it's, uh, you know, that, that'd be fun. Go down to North Augusta. You can go to, you know, Augusta National too, right? You know, play a little golf there. 
Yeah, I'm sure I can get right on. They'll let me right on. That would that, that be a little media, though. you know, thing, you know. Yeah. To say you can publicize it, you know. Um, From so, Amen Corner, Jim Coyle. Exactly. That, but yeah, uh, we will do that. And uh, there's, but there's also Adidas events coming out still. Uh, what what's their big event coming? The Gauntlet. Um, but down in Hoover, right, Birmingham, or no? yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have one down there too. So it's uh, it's going to be good. But, you know, I'm excited about uh, next month uh, seeing the players who Indiana has, you know, in uh, the Bahamas and the lead up to that. That's going to be – So uh, are you are you going to the Bahamas? I am not going to the Bahamas, but it's going to be interesting to hear and talk to the players a little bit about, uh, you know, how they're coming together under Mike Woodson in this first year and the fact that they're getting this extra practice time is going to be uh, tremendous, I think, for uh, for IU and for all those uh, all those players uh, that uh, are going to get a chance to kind of work together and grow together. So, um, you know, hearing some good things about Tamar Bates also. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Michael Penix was at uh, Peyton Manning camp. Over Was that over the weekend, John? Sorry, sometimes when you call on me, it takes me a minute to get pulled back up. But yeah, got to be ready, me. man. You got to be at the ready. At the ready. Sorry, I'm taking care of other things. I got to make sure Jamie's ready. To join <laughs> I'm just kidding. just kidding. Just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. Peyton Manning. <clears throat> excuse me. Peyton Manning's camp was this past weekend, and Michael Penix was able to show off uh, in front of him, which is really cool to be able to have somebody from Indiana uh, get to show off in front of somebody that's such a legend, not only in all of football, but specifically in the state of Indiana with the Colts. There you go. So, all right. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm the Olympics, man, and COVID. I thought we were past it. First of all, and I, and maybe I'm out of my element, I, but I don't understand what the hell was going on in Japan. How do you have this freaking long to prepare, prepare for this and not just have it locked down? How the vaccines are out been out how did they let it get to this but also how are there american athletes testing positive are they are these athletes not getting vaccinated yeah i don't know i know that uh i talked to some indiana athletes about this a few weeks ago did a story this week and uh, most of them most of the athletes that i talked to in indiana were vaccinated so um and the coaches and you know ray Luz was talking about that so i do know you know it is going to be pretty strict when they get there. There's going to be no spectators. Um, yeah, and, but they're already uh, having problems, though. They're already having Olympians test positive, and then one test positive over there. Well, uh, you know, you're bringing in people from all over the world. Brazil is still a mess. <laughs> I think that's the issue too. It's like you're bringing in people from all these different countries to get together, and uh, you know, I think that's a problem. You know, and I think it's something that. Uh, you know, is is very hard, but I, apparently they were supposed to be testing these people before they got there. Uh, there was a problem in a hotel I read, right, where the Brazilians were staying. Um, so I don't know if it was someone from Brazil or if it was someone from well, Japan. Brazil is not exactly. Didn't Brazil have like one of the highest cases in the world? Yeah. So it's it's like I said, it's um, it is going to be you know Friday's opening ceremonies, and it is already off to a uh, a rocky start. But uh, I think the athletes that are healthy, that have prepared now for five years, really want to 
you know, follow through with this and do this competition. So uh, I think they're going to try to forge ahead and, and do the best they can with it. Yeah, it's um, – let's see here. Alternate – it's just an – it's an alternate, but it's the fact that, you know, how close were they to other athletes? Um, yeah. Ray Lou said – he said uh, a couple of weeks ago they're going to have cell phones. They're going to triangulate people. And if you're near someone that has COVID, you're gone. You're going home. And uh, Andrew Copa Bianco, you know, who's, you know, diving for IU also said that uh, I think they're going to also have athletes leave like a day or two after their events. So you're not going to see many people at closing ceremonies either. It's going to be like you're, you're in and you're out, you know. Um, I, you know, I, and I it's not going to have that same Olympic feel, unfortunately, you know. Well, and it does, but it's better than it'll it's better than an empty stadium, better than um, or they're not having fans. So. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're gonna. Um, it's you're better gonna than not having it. it. Better than not having it, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's and, that. Uh, Team USA basketball looked like they bounced back. They had a good win against Spain. Uh, yeah. The other night, and and that's a good set. win. That's a good win. Al Gasol, you're facing uh, Ricky Rubio on Spain. So, uh, but Team USA looked like that they were, uh, you know, finally uh, starting to come together a little bit and. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe Coach Pop will be a little less grumpy going to uh, Japan, you know, uh, after after that performance uh, because uh, they uh, they really uh, Damian Lillard and, and Kevin Durant really kind of stepped up there uh, and uh, feel bad for my guy uh, Bradley Beal who tested positive uh, as well, you know, who is going to okay, be okay? Is he? So I'm assuming he's not vaccinated. He's not. Well, you can be vaccinated and get it, man. Ah. Uh... I want to know if the he, issue if these, with the if, issue if these with, athletes are vaccinated and getting COVID. I want to know that. So the issue is often not. I mean, basically, the vaccine is not necessarily protecting you from getting the virus. It's more protecting the uh, effects of the virus, which is you know hospitalization. So really, you know, if if you're vaccinated, it's kind of like a shield, but it's not going to necessarily protect you from getting it. I mean, the issue is, Jim, is like, like you and I, you know, we're not getting tested every day. These athletes are getting tested every day. I'm sure if we got tested every day, maybe we hadn't, didn't even know about it, especially now that we're vaccinated because, you know, we're not going to feel any effects from it. Well, then why are the, yeah, I'm not a doctor. What do I know? I just, it's just yeah. curious. That's just uh, some of what I've been reading the last couple of months on the subject. There are a bunch of New York Yankees that like tested positive. Uh, last week and that are on the COVID IL list. But I mean, if you look at Aaron, Ju- Aaron Judge, who was one of the guys, he was fine. He was hitting homers. He was healthy. You know, he wasn't debilitated, um, but he got I it, think a lot know? of these athletes don't want to get vaccinated because they're, for whatever reasoning, they're afraid to get it, to take that shot. Yeah, uh, but I believe some of the Yankees that got it, and I remember this, I, I do know a few months ago that some of the Yankees coaches that tested positive for COVID were vaccinated. So it doesn't necessarily protect you from getting it. Like I said, it just protects you from the hospitalization aspect of it, from the debilitating aspects. of it. John Rahm. Um, I think he was vaccinated possibly because there's an act there, I pulled up a wall street journal article. I can't read it, but it says why vaccinated athletes are testing positive coronavirus. Yeah. And it shows a picture of John Rahm and is that, Chris yeah. Paul, but uh, yeah, it's very interesting, man. And that's going to be 
very interesting going forward this season because where this affects greatly affects countries and their efforts to win medals. Again, we get back to college sports and how quickly they could spread on a team and you take the wrong guy out, man, it's devastating a college football team. Yeah. Um, well, I think it raises the question too: Should all teams be required to be vaccinated? Um, well, then are you you can't force that upon people. That's the you? thing. Tom Allen has said it's a personal choice. I know that in Indiana, that's been his you know uh, at, that's been his philosophy on it. But uh, you know, and and right, well, didn't IU was was trying to require all of its students to be vaccinated, and, yeah. and that's being challenged in court as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting a lot of pushback on that. Um, I, I would sure like to know if they aren't, but um, but oh well. I, man, I appreciate you joining us. What do you got coming up next? I know you, you'll join us tomorrow, but uh, what's what are you working on for yourself? For- yeah, no, we still got the uh, Big Ten countdowns, countdown of Big Ten Media Day, um, and uh, at Big Ten Media Day, um, I think I'm going to kind of explore the NIL issue a little bit, see how uh, – it's impacting teams, what coaches think, how it's going to impact the season. Uh, the fact that for the first time, these uh, athletes can uh, make a little money on the side. Absolutely. Well, we'll look forward to it. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And I'm sure we'll uh, see you uh, this week or at the end of the week, Thursday and Friday, as we're all up at the Big Ten Media Days. Thanks a lot, brother. Appreciate you. No worries. You betcha. Kevin Brockway joining us from CNHI Papers here today. Uh, up next, Jamie Shaw, national analyst for Rivals. Been down at uh, Atlanta for the last week of the Peach Jam. We're going to talk to him and uh, see what's been going on with all the uh, targets that uh, Coach Woodson and staff have been watching. We're back right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with a family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Sam's Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Sam's Restaurant and Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Sam's Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Sam's Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Sam's Clubhouse. Sam's Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Psalms Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community. 
and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. Hey, Hoosier fans, whether you're looking for a new or a used vehicle, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington's got you covered. They're Bloomington's number one Honda dealer for a reason. For deals like this, how about a new 2020 Honda Civic LX front-wheel drive lease for just $180 a month? Or a new 2021 Honda Accord LX front-wheel drive lease for just $270 a month? Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Here's Jim Coyle. Welcome back on this Monday. Appreciate you joining us. Now we have national analyst from Rivals, Jamie Shaw. How are you doing, man? Jim, man, I'm real good. I appreciate you having me. I thank you for joining us. You are the the man on the ground. Uh, There is so much going on, too, out there right now. But uh, you've been hooked up down in Atlanta with a peach jam, which, which has gone from one week to two weeks. Is that just for this year? Yeah, so um, they didn't have uh, – typically they have three or four sessions, I guess, and then uh, also with the Peach Jam. So they had league play to get standings for the Peach Jam, and then they'll have Peach Jam, which is bracket play. Do you like it better this way or the other way? Oh, man, it, it's a grind. Um, it's nice to be able to see the kids to go into multiple different areas, you know, to see like once or twice in April, once in May, once in July, and kind of, you know, divvy it up as opposed to all at one time. You never know what's – maybe ailing a kid if they have a hamstring issue or, you know, if uh, whatever the case may be going on uh, with them. So I like more getting more diverse viewings of the player, but, um, you know, to be able to knock it all out at one time, you know, it's different. (laughs) There is a ton of talent to, to, to watch. There, there is a ton of talent down there to watch. Of course. Uh, uh, I don't know where to start with, but sense of ball or, 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 uh, Shafino, man, both of them are, are playing very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. They, they've, they've been great. Um, Shafino, he switched over teams over to Team Thad uh, for July, um, and he's been pretty unreal uh, playing with this Team Thad t- team. He's a big six-foot-six guard. Um, he's comfortable playing on the ball. He's also comfortable playing off the ball, um, you know, which has been nice to see. I mean, he's averaging 16.3 points and shooting 44% from the field. Um you know, 3.9 rebounds, 1.4. I mean, he's, he's he's just a big guard who can do so many things um, on the floor. And he's playing with a tough-nosed team, so he'll get out and defend and do all that type of stuff as well with Hutch Uh And then I mentioned uh, Sensabal, who has just received a ton of offers here all of a sudden, mm-hmm. uh, ramping up after his great performances. So uh, he's getting a lot of mileage. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and Sensabal is a, is a unique prospect, and I'm going to be interested to see how – how things end up working out with him 
He's an incredibly offensively gifted player, a big, thick body, probably 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", maybe weighing 235, 240. And, you know, he, he looks like somebody that could be possibly a tight end um, or something like that build-wise, but he's so offensively gifted. Uh, the game's come, you know, the game comes so easy to him when he comes to, to passing the ball and, um, you know, to being able to score the ball again, you know, 16 points for him, 44%. You know, he's able to, to handle shoot and pass a little bit as well. Um, but his team is so absolutely loaded. Um, you know, that same team has um, the each one teach one team out of Florida. Um, they have the Dylan Mitchell, who's ranked in the top 30. They have Taylor Hendricks, who's ranked uh, UCF commitment, who's ranked in the top 100 as well. Um, they have Bruce Thornton going to Ohio State, uh, who's ranked in the top uh, 25 as well. So they're just an absolutely loaded team. So the touches may, may not come as much um, to him as they do the other players uh, throughout the, the event, but he maximizes what he does with each touch. Yeah, he just seems like a player that is just more and more seeming to be a Mike Woodson player, an all-around, a guy that can do it all. Uh, and he's one of those type players, but uh, we don't know what a Mike Woodson player is <laughs> when I say that. Uh, exactly. Uh, yet. But I don't know that Mike Woodson knows what a Mike Woodson player is yet uh, before we get to these other places. He's out looking at everybody, and – there are a ton of offers mm -hmm. and this happened during the Tom Crean era, but that was a different situation. Mm -hmm. He was just recruiting over people. Mike Woodson has said, Hey, I'm going to recruit over you. Yeah. Uh, and who this is, he's just going to let them fight it out. Basically. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, talked with Alec Lasley, who writes for the Hoosier.com and, and I've in conversations I've had with some other people, they were going to offer two and possibly three on each position. And, and let that be a, a war, uh, and because those they're on out all, all those offers, they're not coming to Indiana. Yeah. But who wants to come to Indiana, and who Mike Woodson wants to be at Indiana? I think that's going to be a big difference now uh, for the, the the players you see on that bench. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like on the outside looking in that he's he's getting a um, kind of a new feel for the program about it, some new excitement level about the about the program with it. Um, you know, on the outside looking in again. Uh, there was a there were some question marks with the hire when it initially happened. I know that internally, um, people really wanted to keep it in the family and they're excited about it coming in and everything. But externally, there there are some question marks coming in. But the early returns of him coming in um, seem to be incredibly impressive. Uh, you know, he's out recruiting, he's out there looking at players, he's offering the right players, getting players up on visits, and and building kind of an aura about um, the program, uh, bringing it back to the levels that it was twenty or so years ago. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think it would Chuck Wu. I think he's kind of a Baylor lock, but, uh, he's been playing very well. Caleb Glenn, mm -hmm. um, another kid that's been playing extremely well that Indiana has looked at, um, runs the floor every time. Seems like he's a, a pretty high, a high motor kid. Yeah. We got him in the top 75 in the 23 class. This is my first time putting eyes on him live. Uh, this past week and in, in a year or so, and he uh very physically impressive player, big strong guy. He runs well. He's got a lot of pop in his game. Um, where he really stood out was that he was you know standing at the high post and he was able to rip through and make a play um, on his man. So um, the ball skills, the size, the athleticism. Um, he was able to knock down shots. He had touch and all that stuff as well. Um, just a really impressive player, probably at about six seven, maybe two twenty or so. Um, big thick body um, guy for a twenty twenty three prospect. Um, he, he was a matchup problem um, in the game that I watched. They, they couldn't necessarily guard him uh, because of his size, athleticism, and quickness. 
um, and ball skills as well. Um, very, very, very good look um, that he had. Yeah, that that team Thad you mentioned, they just uh, became a a uh, one of those uh, power teams all of a sudden. Uh, uh, we've saw we 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 we've seen that happen in the NBA, so now that has spread to the AAUs. Yeah. Uh, but I think Yasir Rosemont for Indiana staff was there watching Team Thad mm-hmm. versus Expressions uh, mm-hmm. over there. But uh, those they can just they move around so easily like that amongst teams. I would think that you'd want to be on a team that where you can shine more than being on a, a team where there's so many guys are trying to get that limelight. Well, it, you know, it, it all depends on who you are as a player. I mean, some guys, they do go to teams where they're not as talented, but they're able to go in and, and get theirs. And, and some guys, um, you know, like a Huchifino, who was previously on the CP3 team, CP3 also has a, a player named Jaden Bradley, um, who's a top 20 point guard. Uh, in the country, and, and they were kind of similar type players. Um, so Huchafina going over to this Team Thad team, um, there was a hole there for him to be on the ball um, and, and play a lot of point guard uh, with them and, and, and showcase that he can do that because also with the Montverde team that he plays for during the high school year, he's more in an off-the-ball role. So going um, to this Team Thad, it showed that he's able to play um, on the ball, and, and it's, it's been great for him. I mean, he's averaging, you know, close to 19 points per game. Uh, he's, you know, 5.8 rebounds, 4.4 assists, 1.6 steals. He's showcasing what a big 6'6 guard can do and, and what he's able to do, um, and he's really taken a big step for himself uh, this past week. I'm excited to hope that um, this next week uh, has the same showing for him so he's able to continue to to rise up possibly in the rankings. Well, you go back down there. I'm not. Rob Cassidy's going to go down there from, from us. So I, I was there from Tuesday to Saturday, so I got to see. That was enough. <laughs> I know. And I know Rob was at the Under Armour event. Where was yeah. the Under Armour event? Under Armour event was in Dallas. I was there the previous week. Um, uh, so the previous week I was at Under Armour, and he was at, uh, he was at the Adidas thing, and I, I met up with him at the Adidas thing for a little bit. Um, I need to hook you up with my, my co-host on Mondays is a former IU All-American Charlie Miller. He lives oh, in Dallas. Go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and he uh, yeah, so he was he was down in Under Armour in Dallas this week. And he'll be who, up this week. who stood out most to you? I know I, I've seen a lot for Jaleb, uh, for Hood uh, Safino, really. But but who was there anybody that really just stood out that that you didn't expect to stand out? Uh, not that I didn't expect, obviously, because you know Nike, everybody's got talent, and it's everywhere that runs around. The two guys that really took a step for me, Shaden Sharp and Kyle Filipowski. Um, they're, they're both – Filipowski has been on an unreal tear. I guess two rankings ago we had him about 115. He's since moved up to 48. And then after this next wow. ranking, he's going to have a huge – another huge leap as well, possibly in the five-star status and all that stuff too. So um, six foot eleven, Wilbraham Monson in the Northeast playing for the New York Rens. Uh, can handle shoot pass. Um, you know, he's shooting like 45%, I believe, um, from three um, on the weekend. Um, you know, he's averaging three assists in the first game that he had this week. He had eight assists in the game. Filipowski did. So, um, you know, just big time show for him. And then Shaden Sharp is going to move into the conversation for the number one overall guy. Um, you know, six foot five, six foot six shooting guard. Um, Calipari was at every one of his games. Uh, at least two coaches from the Memphis was at every one of his games this week. Um, he just really, really scores the ball at a high level, um, highly efficiently and, uh, does so in a, uh, a next level type of manner. Yeah, he's uh, he's also uh, an Indiana target uh, mm-hmm. uh, that they're chasing. Of course, uh, kind of jokingly, who isn't uh, with the yeah. offers that are out there? But uh, uh, I I don't know if 
I don't know how realistic all of these guys are for Indiana right now. Um, had this been a year ago, I could say that none of them are realistic. Uh, but now I don't know because yeah. Mike Woodson has changed the narrative so much with what he brings, what he, what he is able to offer and what Indiana can offer now. Uh-huh. He's even elevated that from what it was during the previous regime. Uh, the NBA experience is, is proved to be gigantic for these kids. They, they, a lot of people had thought that, well, nobody's going to know who Mike Woodson is. They, they found out real quickly who real Mike fast. Woodson was. They, it doesn't take long. These kids are, these kids are more into the NBA than, than some of the adults. They know more than, than a lot of these guys do, but yeah. uh, it, it doesn't take long. They, they know what's going on and they know where they want, especially once they speak to them. So uh, that has not been an issue, but we'll still see who commits and who doesn't. A hundred percent. And, 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 you know, every, New coach wants to put his stamp on the on the on the program, on the stamp on the regime. He wants his players and all that type of stuff. And, and Woodson's done a great job again, changing kind of the narrative as to what Indiana basketball, um, you know, ha- has become and what it is and everything. And, and he, he's out there. You know, when you have guys like Carmelo Anthony and everything vouching for you on the recruiting trail, um, people definitely know who that is. Um, you know, and, and the NBA players are becoming involved to help recruit. You know, they'll sit there and say, "Hey, can you give?" XYZ a call and they say, Hey, I played for Mike Woodson for 10 years or whatever the case in the NBA. And he's helped me grow as a person and all that. I mean, th- there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And there's a lot of um, very positive things trending for Indiana. Now, just as you mentioned, um, they're in the door with a lot of guys. Now you got to close. Um, and, and that's what, that's what it is. And, and granted every basketball class, there's only needs to be two or three guys in each class. So, you know, you throw a lot of stuff at the wall, let some stick. Um, but yeah, now now it's just up to closing. Yeah, and then you you also you're going to run the risk now of, for the lack of a better word, pissing some kids off because uh, there's going to be kids that have an offer that don't end up coming to IU that might want to, um, and that's going to be a difficult thing for them to deal with. But that's life as well. Uh, you're going to learn when you get out there, man. You got to fight for that spot, no matter where it is. Nothing's given. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you, I mean, you got to fight for it. You got to have it. You got to understand. I mean, these kids know that I'm sure they look at verbal commits and they look at rivals and they see that these guys have multiple offers on the table and, um, you know, that not, not all of it's going to be standing. You might have an offer, somebody else might take it, and, uh, you know, you can't play the game anymore. So, um, you know, I'm sure they're navigating it very well. He's got a, he's got a very experienced staff. He knows what he's doing and everything too. So um, I'm just interested to see as these chips start falling, uh, in place, who who it ends up with. Yeah, I, I'm very interested to see who they do get because that's going to change the face because now you've got so many other things. Name, image, likeness, of course, but mm-hmm. the the transfer rule, mm-hmm. that is part of, I think that's also part of the reason why there's so many offers out there. He doesn't know who he's going to have next year. He doesn't yeah. know the team that he has right now because they haven't done a lot together. So, but he doesn't know who he's going to have next year. Who's going to be here? Who's not going to be here? Um, that's going to be a difficult thing to build when, when you're trying to build something. Mm-hmm. When you don't, when the, the the uncertainty of not knowing what you're, you're like, damn, who am I going to have next year? When because I think that they may have to replace as many as five faces next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot for a second year guy who who you're trying to come in when you got to replace five fa- faces in in your second year. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get that foundation set. Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's going to be a ton of different ways to go about it. 
Um, I, I think the transfer portal is going to be a very primary way uh, that a lot of teams recruit, you know, almost treating uh, some of these other schools like a minor league system or, or whatever, a feeder system going into, um, you know, an Indiana or whatever power five school we're talking about at the time. Um, but yeah, uh, it, in one way, it, it's a good thing. In one way, it's a bad thing. Cause obviously, you know, the previous coach isn't at the school anymore for a reason. Maybe it could be the talent level on the team or whatnot. Uh, just not being up to par. So maybe changing over, changing new faces is a positive and letting the, the new coach get his guys in um, is a positive um, there as well. Um, but yeah, no, it, you're going to have to get creative with it. You know, going, you know, the Juco route, because there's going to be a lot of kids that with the transfer portal, they'll go to Juco as qualifiers, um, you know, going the possible, uh, you know, transfer route and going the high school route, uh, you know, going up from D2 to D1, there's going to be a ton of different avenues and done different ways to get kids and construct a roster. Um, I think, as you said, every new coach needs to have an identity within the program. He needs to know what he is and how he wants to play and then, and then recruit toward that. Um, and I think, you know, as the quicker that comes, uh, you know, the more success that they'll be, but um, I think they're on the right path uh, with doing it. I, I know that nationally uh, a lot of the, Journalists, uh, reporters see Indiana differently as uh, those inside the state. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, I, I think, is there's a little little reality on the outside. But I think they also is not as they don't have their perspective of, of being inside of the state. Yeah. Indiana is, is, is a blue blood school, but they just haven't been acting like one for, for a long time. And that's just the, the truth of it. But. Sure. When you when you are a basic when you are a truly blue blood school, you can blow like a volcano at any moment, and that's exactly what I think is going to happen mm-hmm. with the Indiana basketball program. When you when you're in a state that produces the talent that this state produces, and they're going to do this without having a lot of that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're behind on recruiting those guys. Purdue got ahead of Indiana um, quickly uh, at the end of the Archie Miller tenure. Uh, but that'll that'll change back. But Indiana is getting back to recruiting nationally as well, and mm-hmm. uh, they weren't getting those guys in. They weren't getting the elite of the elite from outside of the state, and that's, I think, going to change. Obviously, Tamar Bates shows that that's already changing, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that is going to continue to change as we go forward. Yeah, you, you speak of Tamar Bates. He's one of the, the, the guys that I'm most interested in. This, the, what that was outside of our five-star class last year, the most interesting to see how he does in college because I think he picked um, – again, we don't know how Mike Woodson's going to play, but his length and the way that he plays, the 3 and D type role, the ability to score the ball, shoot it, defend, um, I, I'm really eager to see because I, I could see a, a huge career playing for an NBA style uh, for Tamar Bates. Um, but, yeah, no, Indiana's still got a brand. I mean, I, I'm down in the Carolinas – um, you know, I, I, I know a little bit about uh, Indiana and stuff. We've done events up there and everything, too, with my previous uh, – where, where I previously ran and stuff. But um, it, uh, it, it's still a national brand. Everybody still knows Indiana. Indiana, you know, most kids across the country will still take a call from Indiana um, and, and, and still listen and all that type of stuff. Now, you know, you just got to win. That's just kind of where it's at. Uh, you just got to start winning because, like you said, it could blow at any moment. Um, and I 100% agree with that. You know, you get a couple, you know, 25, 31 seasons in in a row here, get a, you know, Sweet 16 Elite Eight runs, and all of a sudden the narrative's going to be Indiana's back, um, you know, and, and all that type of stuff. And, and that very real could be 
this year, next year, the following year, at any point in time. Um, but they, they, they are a national brand. They are a national entity. And at any point in time, just, just as you said, you, that's a great point that uh, it, could, it could be right back to where it was. Uh, we got to take a quick break. If you've got a few more minutes, uh, Jim Reamer will join us as well, and we'll just talk a little bit more basketball if you've got a few minutes. Yep. Back with uh, our friend Jamie Shaw right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Hey, Hoosier fans, whether you're looking for a new or a used vehicle, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington's got you covered. They're Bloomington's number one Honda dealer for a reason. For deals like this, how about a new 2020 Honda Civic LX front-wheel drive lease for just $180 a month? Or a new 2021 Honda Accord LX front-wheel drive lease for just $270 a month? Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Psalms Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is Jim Coyle with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you'll find complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers as well as coverage of the Big Ten. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also catch Indiana Sports Beat Radio there each day at your convenience, or you can find it in any place you podcast or on this station each weekday. If we're not on the station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with a family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Psalms Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Psalms Restaurant in Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Psalms Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Psalms Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Psalms Clubhouse. Psalms Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. This segment is brought to you by Bumpus 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Here's Jim Coyle. 
Welcome back on this Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. It was phenomenal. Tons of basketball going on. Jamie uh, Shaw was at the um, Peach Jam in Atlanta. We got Jim Reamer joining us. Jim, where were you? Uh, Louisville this weekend. Uh, you were down in Louisville for the grassroots. Uh, yes, for the, the showcase, yeah. Lots going on down there. Uh, yeah. Who uh, who all was of note was in Louisville? Uh, Xavier. Uh, Xavier uh, Booker is down there, right? Yeah, Jalen Hooks uh, for uh, for the George Hill team and the group I coach. We 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 were down there as well. Did did well. Played without two starters, but did well. Uh, those guys, other guys, stepped up and and um, hell, the, the one game we lost, we lost in the eighties. That wasn't uh, great defensive wow. effort on our part, but uh, statistically looked great. <laughs> uh, Jim, have, uh, you met Jamie Shaw from Rivals. Jamie, Jim Reimer? Two, yeah, I think we have met in the past, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I've seen you on social media, too. Xavier Booker, <laughs> sure. Jamie, is a, a kid that, man, when you when I saw him in, live in person, I'm like, wow. And this yeah. kid has got another year of high school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, uh, he's he looks like the real deal. I saw him play against – um, Jalen Washington, and he he outplayed him mm-hmm. in the game that I saw. Yeah, no, Xavier's got all the stuff that you look for. He's got the fluid movements. He's got the size. You know, he can grab and go a little bit. He he, he just has the the real kind of sex appeal that you that you that you want to see in a player and everything. And um, you know, obviously with a big guy, they take a little bit more time to develop. You got to you know the motor consistency and the toughness consistency and all that type of stuff. Will come, um, but gracious, he is a tantalizing looking prospect. When when you just sit there and watch him and sit down and see how he moves, he just moves differently from a lot of what a lot of bigs do. And he's got legit size and all that type of stuff too. And in a twenty three class, I believe we have him somewhere in the thirties. Um, there, uh, he's somebody who could be on the verge of a, a of a rise and a, and a uh, continuous bump um, as he continues to go through and grow. Uh, yeah, you've seen him a lot, Jim, uh, and I just, man, he, he just seems like uh, the the most NBA type player. Uh, I don't know, not in Indiana, but in that class, he just yeah. has all those skills with the sizes. Who else uh, in his class in Indiana uh, compares to him? Well, I'm in the camp of need to see more with him, though. That's that's the thing, I guess. Um, I don't look at this class necessarily as, as a group that's going to have a lot of high ceiling guys. Um, he does have a high ceiling, but, but there's a lot still in his game that he has to refine. And it is things like consistent effort. It is playing without the basketball. It's, it's, there are a lot of things that look good with him, but there's also a lot of things when you watch him, when you really watch him off the ball and you really watch him play, there's still times where he, it's just not fully there. And it's not, um, um, you know, it's tough because he's got nice, he has nice touch, but then you see him play against other big, like he got outplayed the other day. He got outplayed yesterday by a big kid from Griffin elite, whose name I don't know because he's not an Indiana kid. Um, he got outworked and, and it was a situation where, you know, he had a really nice breakaway dunk and I'm sure we're going to see that on, on film, but he was also didn't even approach to make it back on the defensive end of the floor. So it, it's kind of tough with me. I look at it differently. I know a lot of guys that watch him play, you know, they see a lot of the positives, but then there's also a body type in him where he's going to have to be able to show he can put on weight. He's going to have to be able to show he can compete 
physically at, at that level. And that's not something that, you know, the Jalen Washington game you saw, I mean, Jalen played half that game. Gary West is still kind of monitoring his minutes. And, you know, Gary West also is playing with a completely new cast of characters than what they had. And, and Cathedral is a much better team than what Gary West is going to put on the floor. And I think that's a situation where where Jalen is is much more fluid at the same height and much more skilled uh, than, than what I've seen in book. Um, but, you know, again, he's got an extra year developing to go. I, I don't know that he is as – he's not where Jalen Washington was this time this time last fall heading into the school season when I got it. Well, and actually it was probably, no, it was still the fall because it was early in the season, the tip-off classic at Saint, at, the, at Southport where Jalen, where it was the first time I got a chance to see Jalen play since the very tail end of his freshman year. And, you know, Jalen was really good in the game against uh, Southport High School. And that's, that's the kind of game I've yet to see Booker play at the high school level where there's there's scouting, there's scheming, there's defensive game planning, and there's a, a lot more traffic that he's going to have to get in. You know, there's times in space where Xavier looks good, but the game's not always played in space, and he's not probably going to ever get those type of opportunities offensively. They're, I don't know that they're ever going to put him in places where he's going to get that kind of space to operate. And it's just, I don't know, if I'm looking at it differently, I'm not trying to be a guy that zags on him. Uh, or just is trying to be contrarian. I just I want to see more out of him than what I've seen so far. Well, yeah, he's got uh, plenty of opportunities to do that. He, being a, absolutely a young does, guy. yeah, absolutely, yeah, no, no question. And and I do see. Look, the length is is tantalizing. Um, he can rip and go a little bit, but I've seen a lot of times where he's done it, and, where he's done it, and he's gotten in, he's made some really tough decisions going too deep with it. I think he's good for a couple of dribbles. I think after that, he's got to give it up because whenever he's in traffic, he turns it over. Uh, whenever he's forced to change directions or change speeds, it, it's a struggle. Um, and those are the kind of things that, you know, I get. I think get overlooked in a kid, and, and that's going to really, really matter. I mean, turnovers matter in basketball. Um, like I said, I watched them play the other day as a team, not just him, and this isn't all about him. They they gave away a pretty big lead and, and lost, and, and to a man, the, a couple of those guys got outplayed, and, Hooks was the one guy out there that was really, really battling the whole time, and he he was the one kid that was giving it his all, his whole the whole game. Everybody else is kind of either kind of kind of settled in a little bit, or maybe thought they had it won, and and then just sort of eased up on the gas. And but Hooks was the one kid that that really battled the whole way through. Uh, Jamie, you are heading uh, to the NBA Top 100 in Orlando. Mm-hmm. coming up what uh who are you looking forward to seeing there what uh what are you expecting to see there well year after year that's typically an event that has you know the, the best of the best um coming in so um you know it's where you get the you know the quote unquote top 100 players uh running an nba type of setting um you know they're running nba type of sets and quick hitters they're getting nba type of coaching and all that type of stuff too um, you know, the players camp. So they have not released the actual roster yet. You've seen different invitations go um, out on social media and all that type of stuff too. But there's the look of it that there's going to be, you know, from the 22, 23 class, um, you know, some of the best players in the country um, who will be there. As for who specifically, uh, they haven't put out the roster uh, just yet. Got to keep everything a secret, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's, who are some of the guys that you – I'm sure that uh, there are several that you know will be there, expect to be there because of uh, their status. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the hopes is, is in this 2022 class is, 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 you know, there's kind of becoming more and more of a conversation as to who's the number one player, um, you know, who's top 10 and all that type of stuff as well. Because uh, this class, they, they went through a, a COVID period where people couldn't watch them live and a lot of teams weren't playing, players weren't playing. Now that everybody's kind of back there, things have opened up a little bit more with uh, that conversation where it was, you know, all of Monty Bates to start off with. Now we just recently put Jalen Duran at number one. After coming off a of Peach Jam, you're looking at guys like Shaden Sharp and Kyle Filipowski coming into the mix. You have Derek Lively, um, who's going to be jumping uh, into the mix as well as a long-term type of prospect also. So uh, just kind of seeing all these guys in one setting, um, you know, kind of like we did this past week, um, you know, that's great. Now put them, you know, again uh, in a camp setting and put them all together under the same roof and let them kind of battle it out um, as to who – um, will, you know, who, who, who's the alpha? You know, it's always good to see who the alpha is, who wants to take it, um, you know, as as Jim just mentioned with uh, Hooks being the one that competed throughout the entire game. Who's going to be the one that competes and actually shows that they want to, to be there? And, you know, it's, it's always good to see all the competition under one roof. Have you seen Caleb Glenn play? Me? Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I watched him last week. Oh, I mean, uh, is that the kid from Louisville Mail? I'm getting him. Or Banks. Who's the kid from Louisville Mail? Banks is from Georgia. Uh, Glenn is the one from uh, Mocan Elite 16s, the 23. Banks is from the 22. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the kids from Louisville. Indiana have, has offers to two kids from Kentucky right now. That's mm-hmm. never happened in my lifetime <laughs> that I can recall. Uh, I, one, I can recall one, Ramey Amel, Ramey mm-hmm. Abel. Uh, there may, I'm sure if I went back, there may have been one other, but not, not never two in one season ever, um, which is kind of just the new coaching style and what they're doing. But Reed Shepard is, you know, he's, I, I think that you've got 0.1% of getting a Reed Shepard to Indiana, but uh, the kid from Louisville Mail, that's a different story. I think he's a, a very gettable player, uh, Jim, because I, I think Louisville, Louisville's in a little bit of situation, a little flux. That, that's, that NCAA stuff is still hanging over their head. And while I think the NCAA is going to get lighter and lighter as they go because they just want to do as little as possible, uh, I think that's still very hang- – and Chris Mack has not exactly put a ton of kids in the NBA. No, and the, you know, the, the Glenn – Hold on, make sure I got the Caleb. We got Caleb Banks and Caleb Glenn. They're both spelled with K's. Make sure I got the right one. Well, either one, both of them being out of state guys aren't guys that I see play quite a bit. Um, So it's probably not the best best uh, eval for me on that on that note. But well, it's not much of their play. It's just the 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 the, of of the uh, recruiting style going after two guys. Like I said, never in my lifetime has there been two kids from Kentucky that had a scholarship offer for my IU. Well, and I think Indiana should make a point to recruit Louisville. I mean, it's right right across the river. There's there's no reason for them not to. And Louisville obviously makes a habit of recruiting Indiana kids. So absolutely, there, there's no reason why you can't make it a two front war and and take it after their guys and, and go into their territory. But but you know the the Louisville thing with the NCAA, it's it's interesting. Obviously, a lot of that stuff popped out of the FBI investigations, but the FBI was never despite what they said in the beginning was never really interested in getting into the, the nitty gritty of recruiting. They were, they were only going to stick to the, to the stuff that, you know, initiated the investigation to begin with and anybody who can directly lead the information on that. If they, they never did peel back any layers, I guess is where I was going with that. Certainly some things came up 
as they were discovering information, but but they certainly never pursued it. And like you said, Jim, the NCAA, I don't think is is going to be too aggressive in trying to turn over as much crap as they found, um, because that's going to be a lot of top level programs uh, having to um, face some penalties. And I think you're going to see more. And the way it should be, you th- I think you're going to see more coaches get in trouble, uh, as ha- has been the case, either directly or indirectly, than have them go completely uh, completely after their programs. Yeah, uh, Jamie, what's up next for you? I know you're heading, like I said, we know you're heading to the NBA Top 100 camp, but uh, what all besides uh, who, and I did ask who are some of the guys we don't know because of that, uh, but what do you, what what comes out of that camp for these kids? What, we they got all these different stops, all these different tournaments that they're playing in, and each one is for a different reason. What are they getting out of this? You mentioned the training, the specific type, style of training, the NBA levels, it's a, very different than the AAU circuit. Well, and this is also one of the big national events. You know, it'll be live for college coaches. NBA personnel will be there as well. Um, so it's one of the big national events along with the Pangos um, camps where the they do truly get the best players from across the country to, to come to it. Um, a lot of kids these days, they don't necessarily – there's not a lot of places where you can find all the top kids under one roof playing against one another. NBA Top 100 camp has traditionally been in Charlottesville. This year's the first year it's going to be down in Orlando. Um, does bring all the best down there. It is open to NBA scouts to come scout, and it is open to college coaches to come scout as well. So, um, you know, there'll be all the national uh, rankings and, 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 and all that stuff there as well. Um, they'll be getting the college beat writers um, there interviewing as well, so all the media stuff. Um, but, uh, it's, you know, it's just a high-level camp. Jamie, that's just a, that, that's this weekend? Yeah, coming up, yes. It starts, okay. I believe, on Sunday and then goes through the following maybe Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I remember when Nike and Adidas, of course, had their camps, and of course the Nike one was always here in Indy. It was, it was in you know you'd lose a kid or two mm-hmm. to it. Um, hopefully two, but sometimes you know you lose a kid to it. And I like that it gave kids a chance to step up. Mm-hmm. And I, some of the better stories. Not I wouldn't get into it here because I think we're about ready to go to a break maybe. But but one of the better stories I have is a kid that that ended up getting about eight or nine offers in the wake of one of our guys being at Nike camp. It just gave him a chance to step up. It gave him a chance to be seen without the other, without the other guard on the court. Basically it was two kids that played the same position and Mm -hmm. he had a a whole like nine days to just kind of run the show and prove to everybody how good we were telling everyone he was. And and I I like those situations and it's good for the kids to get to go to the camps. And sometimes it's, it's, it's also an opportunity for other kids to step up on their, on their travel team. So a hundred percent. I agree. Jamie, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. Uh, we'll love to check back in with you as this summer progresses and uh, mm-hmm. the basketball continues to bounce because that, that happens uh, year round, uh, unfortunately uh, for us, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it brother and have a great week. Have fun down in Orlando. Jim uh, Coyle, thank you so much for having me and all that stuff. Jim Reamer, good to put a face with a name and everything, too. Let's stay in yep. touch and all that stuff. We'll do, um, Jamie. Thanks. Also, guys, thank you all. You bet. All right. Uh, Joyce, Jamie Shaw joining us here uh, on Indiana Sports Beat, and uh, we've got Jim Reamer. We're back with him right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. 
Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with the family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Som's Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Som's Restaurant in Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Som's Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Som's Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Som's Clubhouse. Som's Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Psalms Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is Jim Coyle with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you'll find complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers as well as coverage of the Big Ten. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also catch Indiana Sports Beat Radio there each day at your convenience, or you can find it any place in podcast or on this station each weekday. If we're not on the station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, Hoosier fans, whether you're looking for a new or a used vehicle, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington's got you covered. They're Bloomington's number one Honda dealer for a reason. For deals like this, how about a new 2020 Honda Civic LX front-wheel drive lease for just $180 a month? Or a new 2021 Honda Accord LX front-wheel drive lease for just $270 a month? Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by Remax Advanced Realty, Indie Home Pros team by Cheryl Sizemore. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Here's Jim Coyle. Welcome back. Monday, hope you had a great weekend, and uh, we're giving you a great start to, to your week. Uh, and this question, Jim Reamer's with me now. Uh, Jim, who gets more, has more upside, Sam Orme or Joey Hart? This comes from RBO Sprint. Yeah, I had answered him on Twitter. It, to me, it's Hart by an edge, and it's a lot of it is just he is such a, he is so sneaky athletic, and he's got a burst to him that a lot of guys don't have, and a lot of guys, a lot of people don't recognize in him. He, 
you know, but then Orm's got a lot of length, a lot of, a lot of length. He's six, seven, and maybe still growing a little bit. And, and it's not that Hart's not long. I mean, Hart's six, five for, for a shooting guard. So he has the requisite size. Uh, he's just a lot quicker and a lot more athletic than I think people give him credit for, especially um, coming from a small town in Indiana. His, you know, his dad not known for being over, overly athletic. His dad's a friend. So I can feel like I can joke with him a little bit, but um yeah, I, I think both of them have a lot of upside. I think Hart is uh, just trends a little bit higher for me, and um, but but Sam's, you know, Sam they're they're going to be different positions. Sam shoots the ball extremely well, and um, be uh, be curious to see how much quicker he gets because that's going to be the one thing for him is is what will he guard and and I think he's still I mean obviously he's still going to be a very good mid major or, or higher player. Um, so that means he's really good. Uh, Indiana kids um, that have made a name for themselves this summer that weren't known. That I'm not known, but not as you know who has really stepped up their game more than any other during this summer season so far. I know it's, it hasn't. It's been we're not very far into. Well, we're probably halfway or, or three fourths through the summer sessions. You think? Yeah, I think the the thing that goes with you know that we've we've talked a little bit about social media creating this sense of urgency when it comes to recruiting where in the past we would have never known much about a kid until he committed and and maybe more as the internet came on board that we we started to learn more about offers but this nonstop barrage of information sometimes can make it difficult for kids that aren't getting offers or kids that aren't getting looks um because a vast majority of the recruiting is done one class at a time i i do think that orm is a kid that that came that is kind of broken through a little bit um it really started for him around christmas when he was basically forced into more varsity time and, and performed well and he he continued to do that throughout the course of the rest of the season you know joey hart i think um was a kid that was getting some look early looks early because indiana state had already recruited one of his older teammates and of course you know joey's got a you know has a good relationship with the, the coach at the time greg lansing and Indiana State was first on board with him. And then that coaching change, I think, changed the disposition of his offer and, and whether or not it was still there. But they have since re-upped that offer, and now Northwestern's gotten involved. And I, I think Joey's showing that he's a guy that can really be the focal point of an offense and and carry a team. And that's, that's something that's essential. I think if you're going to be a high major player, at some level you've got to be able, especially a wing, you've got to be able to carry a team either on the offensive end or just be an absolute utter lockdown defender. And Joey's that kind of guy on the offensive end of the floor. Um, other kids that from Indiana that have stepped up, um, you know, right now there's what seven kids that have offers. So uh, I'm going to, I need to maybe check that again here. I wish I would have, <laughs> that'd have been a good question. Let's see where my offer sheets are. Let's see. Um, Gosh, I'm on my own website. That, you, you need a scorecard for that. Offer well, I've got. Sheets, are you kidding me? Well, we keep them. We that's the thing. Well, on my, I know, on the, but you got to have a freaking uh, Excel getting, sheet for that right now for Indiana's offer sheets. I promise. Oh, you, you. mean you mean I use offer sheets? Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to have an Excel spreadsheet for that one. Um, hang on a second. Where do I? You think I'd know how to? Yeah, do I my run own into that problem quite often. I think I know how to do my own website, right? Well, uh, we're getting more. Know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I had sixteen kids. 
16 kids out of the class of 2023 have offers. Not all those are D1s. Let's count the ones that are D1. Only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven kids in Indiana, 2023 class, have Division One offers so far. So, and then another handful have D2 and NAI offers, and and it's, sometimes it's pretty rare for those schools at that level to be that aggressive. But but more and more they have uh, become that because some of these kids don't want to travel far away to smaller schools. So um, they will be more inclined to stay close to home, especially with as good of a D2 situation as we have here, as far as the caliber of school. And then the NAI level teams are just off the charts at that level. We've got a lot of really good ones that we've got really good teams and a lot of really good teams. So NAI level basketball in Indiana is strong and uh, provides good opportunities for kids. So, but yeah, just 11 kids have offers so far in the class of 2023. And, and, and some of them got them early and then haven't really gotten more in, you know, gotten, gotten more since they first got their initial burst. So. I know that uh, football is not your track, but uh, I wanted to mention that Taiwan Mullen and Michael McFadden were both named to the Bed- the uh, Bednarik Award watch list from Indiana, and that uh, Michael Penix Jr. and Ty Freifogel named to the preseason Maxwell Award watch list. Um, be interesting to see. I, I, I'm we got Big Ten football media days this week, Jim. Thursday and Friday. Up yep. in Indianapolis, man. Looking forward to that coming from Lucas Oil Stadium uh, as we get closer to that. So there's so much going on uh, that's it's all fun and excitement. Hope it stays that way. Are they doing those? In, they're doing those in person. Obviously, they're are they going to yes, be, everything is live and going to be spread out. <laughs> well, you be, got the entire Lucas Oil field floor. Yeah, so that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good distance. I, I mean, that's. You, you got enough room there. It's, it's all open air, uh, so yeah. I, I mean, that's I, I'm 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 good with it. I'm I'm vaccinated anyway, but I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, Do we want to talk about some of these 2023 kids that are out of state that I've had a chance to see? Absolutely, absolutely. Owen, Owen Freeman, six ten kid from um, Ohio. I don't know what school he's at. Need to check that. Uh, Bradley Burbanis Community High School. Uh, Great body, great hands. Uh, I'd say a good athlete, not a not a super athlete. He's going to really, he's got a little bit of Duncan in him, Duncan in him. I don't know if he's as long as Logan is, uh, but he's got that same type of frame, and and he's just willing to throw it around. But he's not a stiff, and Logan isn't either. Uh, that's one of the nice things I liked about Logan was that he was pretty mobile. Um, so he's going to be a good kid to 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 track, and he'll be a nice. You know, he would be a kid that probably when he's a junior and senior, you'll see him maybe being more of a starting option. I don't think he's going to come in right away and impact impact the high major program, but a kid that as he develops strength, his skill set is 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 good. He's he's got a chance to be a good guy that's at, that can face up and score as well as be physical down low. Uh, you already mentioned Reed Shepard. He's really good. I mean, he is athletic. He can shoot it. He is. Kind of a complete package. Um, he's better than he's better than his father, I think. Yeah, he's more athletic than his father was at that age, um, and I barely remember that. But but Reed is definitely offensively. He's the, he's the complete deal. Defensively, he works at it. He's not he's not something that mails it in. Um, Gabe Cups is the the third guy I wanted to talk about. He's a he's a true point guard. He is a kid can score certainly, 
and probably for his school team, he has to score. Uh, but he is definitely a true he's a true point guard. He's always looking to find the next guy. He's always finding the next guy too. I mean, it's not just where he's looking for it and trying to thread needles and make great plays. He he's he finds the the next play and he, he does a great job of creating it too. And uh, definitely a kid too that works defensively. Uh, so that's either one of those two guys. They got Reed listed as a point guard. I don't think he's a point. I say they. I'm looking at verbal commits right now. Um, but but uh, he's definitely more of a of a wing, but super athletic. And, and Cups is definitely more of the uh, point guard variety in, in, in the truest way. And that Jeremy Fears, I've not seen play, even though he's at Lalu. I don't get up there much. And then Draven Gibbs, Lawhorn from Indiana. He has been injured. He's basically sat the whole year out. He tore his ACL um, in li- late last summer and is uh, transferred to a prep school in Utah. So he left Indiana, but uh, he has not played at all this year. Looking forward to him getting back. Hopefully he comes back to Indiana, but but I don't know that that's going to be the case from, at the high school level. So. I uh, know Fears was playing – where was he playing this past weekend? He would have been at the EYB. He would have been down at Augusta playing for uh, Bradley Beal. Out yeah, of St. Louis. I remember uh, seeing something from Alec on him. Um, man, I hope I can find that real quick. But it's so much to keep track of. Uh, so many names. It's crazy. Uh, Dag on it. But uh, Phil Kowski, big name right there that it continues yep. to get bigger and bigger. Uh, how And I know someone asked, Tim asked, what what does that use chances? I, I don't think that, that you can that's can be quantified right now. Um, but well, who knows? A kid like that, you look at his skill set relative to position, and you know he doesn't have to be a high. He doesn't have to be a great shooter to be valued as a shooter at the power forward spot. You know he's got to be a kid if he can stretch the floor and sort of create his own gravity and force teams to adjust the way he plays, you know, within the framework of an offense, he's going to be perfect in a setting where he is, he's the second big or, or sometimes you go small and and he just, he's going to score in in non-traditional ways, or it's becoming more common for these, for big kids to be able to shoot, but that's, that's his asset. So if he's a big kid that's shooting anywhere from 35 to 38% from three, and that's going to be a huge weapon for any team. Um, if he's now, if he's shooting it more in the forties, then that's even better. Uh, but when you get a big kid like that, anytime you can shoot it in, in the mid to upper thirties, you've got yourself an asset. Especially if he's a guy who can drive closeouts a little bit, and maybe even post up good, mid, you know, good matchup opportunities for him. I, you know, I've not really seen him play other than film. So you don't get a you don't get a big variety of what he can do in that setting, and and like I just said earlier, you know you try to wonder what the rest of his game looks like when he when the ball isn't when the camera isn't focused on him with the ball. Um, so that part of the game I've not seen him yet, but but definitely a kid who can shoot it and and definitely a kid who can change the floor with his with his at his size with his shot. Uh, let's see before we get out of here, a couple other basketball notes. How about the NBA Finals? Started out, it looked like the Suns were going to sweep Milwaukee almost. Now they're on the verge of 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 losing this series. Yeah. They're down three two to the Bucks. I mean, that's the great thing about the NBA. Number one, but it looked like this series was. I didn't think they're going to be swept, but it looked like it was over after those first two games. Well, the, you know the saying they've they've kind of been joking on about it on social media that it doesn't the series doesn't start until the road team wins a game and that's where we are. I mean, I don't really, 
I don't. I I definitely take that theory to heart. Where just because you're down two zero on the road doesn't mean you're in trouble. Now you don't. Obviously, you have a little bit more pressure to win both your games at home. But I think that's when this series series really starts because now it's home away and then home, and it does give one chance and opportunity to sneak away a road a road win, and that's what Milwaukee did. I, I think two things have, have been a key factor in this series so far. One is I do I do think we will find out at the end of it that Chris Paul is injured, especially his left hand. I think we'll find out that he's he's got a, a, a serious issue that will require probably some sort of long-term rehab situation. I don't know that it'll bleed into the season, into the next season, but I think you'll see that he's greatly hindered. And then just Budenholzer's willingness to go small and put Giannis at the, at the five and play some rotations that way, I think has really changed changed what happens to them as they get into their bench because he's a very difficult matchup, even for even for Aiton, who who has been praised for his you know for his playoffs the, the way he's played this year, his ability to stay on the floor. But it's hard to guard. It would be hard for him to guard Giannis away from the basket, and their non Aiton minutes are horrible, especially the rotations when Giannis is playing the five and Aiton's not on the floor. Uh, that, that's where I think Milwaukee has made their hay the last three games, and and Phoenix has one one shot to get it right because the only you know the only one loss away from losing it. So it's crazy. Looking forward, to, looking forward to tomorrow. And the TBT is going on, man. Mo Creek uh, may have see. I think we may have him on tomorrow. Uh, see uh, how that going along, but uh, Mo Creek, man, he's become Mister TBT uh, these last couple of years. Uh, hopefully, they uh, continue in that role. But man, thank you. It's always fun to start the week off getting our knowledge on. We got it. I hope you got to have a great week coming up. Where are you going next weekend? Uh, we've got a local event. At, uh, Jamie mentioned Pangos. That's the event we're playing in this weekend in Indianapolis. So we're looking forward to um, we're looking forward to being the, the best event in Indy. That's for sure. So you know, good coaches in the or coaches in the Midwest to be able to come over and watch a lot of really good talent from Midwestern teams. So looking forward to that, and also ending the ending the year at home in my own bed. So that's that's something we don't get to do very much. So going to get to spend the weekend at my at my place instead of a hotel. So there's that. Well, brother, we appreciate it. Looking forward to yeah. it. We got to jump off here, take a break. John Blau is going to join us next before he heads out of town from the uh, Herald Tribune, Herald Times, rather. Uh, covered IU for quite a while, did a great job. We'll be back with him right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Hey, Hoosier fans, whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington's got you covered. They're Bloomington's number one Honda dealer for a reason. For deals like this, how about a new 2020 Honda Civic LX front-wheel drive lease for just $180 a month? Or a new 2021 Honda Accord LX front-wheel drive lease for just $270 a month? Andy Moore Honda Bloomington, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The 2021 golf season is just around the corner. Book your next outing or get your membership from the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Just call 812-824-4040. And whether you're playing golf or not, you'll want to check out the new Psalms Clubhouse. It's open to the public for lunch or dinner, and the food is fantastic. Call 812-824-4040 for reservations or tea times. The Golf Club at Eagle Point and Psalms Clubhouse. A winner every time. 
We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Speed. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Whether you're looking for a relaxing night with a family, meeting for lunch, hanging with friends, or on the golf course, Psalms Restaurants has multiple locations and something for everyone. Psalms Restaurant and Fishers has homemade coffee cakes and much more. Psalms Place in Broad River has wings, tender steaks, and seafood. Psalms Ale House in Carmel and on 86th Street in Indy have a long list of craft beers and all of the right foods to go with. Plan a day on the links at Eagle Point in Bloomington, then stay for dinner at Psalms Clubhouse. Psalms Restaurants, professionals in the art of food and drink. This segment is brought to you by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Here's Jim Coyle. Welcome back. I hope your week is off to a great start. If not, I hope we can help. Uh, we've got John Blau, so if that doesn't do it, I don't know what else will. John, how are you, brother? I'm good. How are you, Jim? Doing fine. Uh, if you're ever in the Bloomington area or you uh, follow Indiana sports, you should know John's name. Has covered the, the Hoosier beat for quite some time uh, for the Bloomington Herald, and he's leaving. Uh, it's a huge loss for the beat, I assure you, uh, as he's been a great reporter, a great writer, and just unbiased, and it's been great to, to have you here, but it's horrible. You hate, I hate when I see people like you leave because it's like, man, that's a, that's one you, you need on the beat, but onward and upward to bigger and better things for you. And congratulations. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's sad for me too. I think I'm still in the, the grieving stage. I'll, I'll get more excited about the next thing after I'm done, but yeah. Isn't it funny that it's a reward? Well, I mean, what you're getting is an achievement and an award and you, and you feel like crap about it. It <laughs> sucks. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know if I should get too specific about how it happens, but people know in, in this industry, I mean, you get caught by surprise by opportunities. You just come out of nowhere. And um, the more and more I looked at it, I was just like, that's something I probably have to take. I'd probably be silly not to take it. And uh but um, yeah, no, so it, it should be fun when I get out there. But yeah, right now I'm still saying goodbye to everybody. And it's uh, attached to Bloomington. I've been here for nine years. So it's uh, and that's I, a long run. Is it, it's public? Is it public where you're going? 
Yeah, yeah, I tweeted about it. So I'm going to so. and Courier and Charleston. Um, I'm not actually going to live in Charleston. That's the confusing part. I'm going to live closer to Clemson, which is on the other side of the state, um, in Greenville, which is a nice little city down there, uh, commute to, to Clemson. But, I'll, yeah, I'll cover Clemson athletics for them. Yeah, that, that won't be any fun whatsoever, uh, covering no. Clemson football. Uh, but having – before we talk about Clemson or anything else – the Indiana sports landscape, having been here for nine years, you could speak as well as anybody to where you've seen it go from up to down, and now it's going up with a bullet, the entire athletics uh, programs I I can see. But your nine years here, you've seen a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of heartache. and I mean, obviously basketball has been up and down, but I think football has been a good story, and that's been my focus for the last couple of years. Um you know, obviously, Kevin Wilson got the train going a little bit in the right direction. Tom Allen's taking it in a, you know, in a really good direction. I think everybody likes him as a person. I think that everybody likes the way he's doing it, and they've had a lot of success. And so when you have all those things mixing uh, together, people are obviously going to be fascinated by it. I mean, it, you could have a, guy, a coach that you don't quite like as much and having success, and maybe it's a little bit of something. But if the, when the coach and the uh, – and the success kind of line up together. There's a lot of, you know, intrigue. People are really interested, and people seem to be interested in that team right now. I, mean, I don't know of a bigger success story than, than Tom Allen at Indiana in football because I, I, I having a, been a student here, um, I, I know the, the failures of the program for so long. I, I was here during the Mallory era even, and I was here during the good times. But right. I know uh, how the, the – and but I also know that they've had Jerry DiNardo and they've had Cam Cameron and they've had Sam Weitz and they've had your traditional guy and uh, Kevin Wilson guys that you thought would do what the least the guy that that I that would give them the least chance in the world to do did it, it's, it's still mind boggling and probably will always be mind boggling to me that Tom Allen was able to do what he's already done uh, but this is no way it looks to be a short run thing. Uh, it's just going on and on and growing and it's, it's great uh, for the program, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's an incredible thing to see. Yeah. I mean, cause I think he got tagged really early. Obviously he had never been a head coach in division one football. Um, he had shot up in the defensive coordinator ranks really quickly. I mean, after he, he kind of transferred over into small colleges and then moving up to, you know, Ole Miss and South Florida, and then all of a sudden he's here, and then one year later he's the head coach. And people are like, well, what qualifications does he have to head coach? Yeah, I remember him at Ben Davis. That's what all the people in Indiana are thinking, like he's the head coach at Ben Davis. Um, but it shows you that, I mean, they're talented, and, and that's what I remember from my time here. I mean, I covered high school sports for five years. I mean, there are really, really talented people that are high school coaches that just never make that leap. I mean, if you've got the right personality, you've got the right message, and, and you're you're smart enough as an X and O's person, usually, if you're at the high school level. But it's about what's your personality like? Um, can you get people to gravitate around you to, to listen to the message and take your game to another level? And I think he always had that, but nobody here knew that, I mean, until he was a head coach. Um, that's one of those hires that, you know, Fred Glass gets a lot of you know, crap from people, but he, he said at the time, like, I think this guy's got it, you know, and it turned out to, to be, it seems like he's got it. And I think people are really, really um, fascinated in a story like that. Again, a guy who was the head coach of Ben Davis, you know, what was that 13 years ago or was it 15 years ago? I forget exactly. 
been that now, long now. Wow. Yeah, and now he's the head coach in Indiana, and they're they're going to January bowl games. I mean, that that, that gets people excited. So we got that going on, which, okay, that's crazy enough. Uh, we can end that statement by saying now you got football going to January bowl games, which is nuts. Uh, on the basketball side, you've seen Tom Crean, uh, Archie Miller, and now Mike Woodson, the basketball program up, down, up, down. I, I think that it's definitely on a trend upwards, but they haven't played a game yet. We'll have to wait for that happens. But definitely uh, the energy, everything around the program in a completely different direction right now than it than it was a year ago, but you've seen it over nine years and the up and downs that it's had. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's the same, the thing that's going on right now with men's basketball. I think everybody wants to love Mike Woodson. It's easier to love Mike Woodson because he's a former Hoosier. I mean, you go back to 1980 and the back surgery in December and then coming back and playing the last six games. I think Bob Hamill told me that he couldn't come out of games because he would literally get, you know, his back would see tight. Up. Yeah, so he had to literally play the entire game of games um, with no conditioning. And, and, you know, and to do that and to play the way he did, I mean, everybody already loves the legend. And um, and you hear about his NBA background. I think at first people were a little skeptical because, you know, the Brad Stevens train was off and running again. Um, and then you're getting a guy who, you know, didn't coach the two best franchises in the world when he was head coach in the NBA. So he had to really build those things. Um, but I think the more and more people look at it, the more and more intrigued they are by it. And he'll have a chance, you know, to, to do the thing Tom Allen's done, which is to, to be the guy that people like um, and then also have success. And then that could be a really, really um, great pair. I mean, I think Archie Miller, I mean, just to be really honest, I think one of his problems was he wasn't incredibly accessible and he wasn't an incredibly outgoing person um, with the media. And that's great if, you're a uh, person who wins, but when you're you're not winning a ton, it kills you. I, I just don't think there was a connection between the fan base and Archie Miller, and that's where he had some problems. So hopefully, yeah, I would. I wouldn't know anything about that. I didn't notice any. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what has been your biggest moments or moments covering IU sports? Uh, funnest times? Uh, the biggest things that stick out to you the most during your nine years? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. I mean, because, again, I, I spent some time as a news reporter. I was a high school guy, I was, and then I came to IU. Obviously, covering this during the pandemic has been interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's ever done that since 1918. So uh, <laughs> that experience has obviously been unique, um, doing everything via Zoom. Um, that the, the 2019 football season was interesting. I always remember I wanted to ask a question about Simon Stepanak at the end of a press conference because he didn't play in Nebraska. And I was like, I need to ask about this. Nobody's asked you. And then Tom went off on his rant about like he wanted to pack the stadium at Northwestern, start pounding the table and his team fights, fights, fights. And then Jeff Keg comes in my ears like, John, I got to end it there. I'm sorry. Cause I had my hand raised. Didn't get a question there. Um, that was, that was fun. Um, yeah, going to the bowl games has been interesting being in Florida in January, uh, two years in a row. That's, that's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of my memories are from covering high school sports and you know uh, watching kids win semi state or, or regional or whatever. And that was that was fun as well. Uh, Lynn Miners, you know, have a lot of success. I mean, that that was fun too. But yeah, oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of different stuff. You mentioned that Nebraska game. Yeah, I was there as well. And and my I had the clip from that post game and <laughs> where I had posted it. And we had did so much. My phone died and I didn't have my charger at, uh, at 
hours later, ESPN Sports Center had called and wanted to use that clip. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't get that call. But, uh, but yeah, what a, an epic moment that was. That was a great turning point for Tom Allen and Indiana football that went at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to going forward. IU Athletics right now is, I've said this, they are on pace for a golden age with football, men's, women's basketball, men's, women's soccer being ranked, uh, baseball being what they are. Those are I can't imagine at any other time those six programs being at the elevated level that they are going to uh, expect it to be this fall. Yeah. I mean, it's um, obviously football and basketball takes most of the attention, uh, most of the sunlight just because of what they produce and, and how much, how many eyeballs are watching. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the success of some of those non-revenue sports has been really, really exciting for people. I mean, Women's basketball, I got to cover that for, you know, when I was covering high schools and, you know, uh, Tyra Buss, Amanda Cahill, what they, the foundation they kind of laid in that WNIT championship. I mean, that was a crazy season there. I mean, yeah. they, they were struggling through parts of that season because it was Amanda Cahill, Tyra Buss, surrounded by a bunch of freshmen that were just learning what the heck they were doing. And all of a sudden, at the end of the year, they all kind of click. And it goes on a run, and you see, you know, Simon Scott Assembly Hall like mostly full for a women's basketball game, um, that WNIT championship. And um, what they've been able to do uh, after, you know, some struggles early, um, being able to go to NCAA tournament appearances and all that. And then, yeah, men's soccer being men's soccer. and IU swimming sending how many people to the Olympics? I think like a dozen people, something like that. I mean, a ton of people to the Olympics. Um, it, baseball you know, having some success, uh, softball getting better. There are a lot of really good coaches that have gravitated to IU and that have done a good job of program building. And so if you want to be proud of your university, obviously I'm not an IU alum. It doesn't mean anything to me. But, I mean, if you're an IU alum, I think you're probably pretty happy with with all that's going on. You have a lot of uh, good teams to kind of follow and, and cheer for. Uh, one of the listeners uh, says, thanks, John Blau, for all you've done over the years. Don't worry, he's not going to unfollow you just because you're covering <laughs> Clemson. Best of luck. Well, I appreciate uh, that. What are you looking forward to? With a, It's a new adventure, a new excitement. I mean, uh, now that you need that, but uh, it is that. And getting to cover, cover Clemson, like I said, that's not exactly a, uh, a bad gig. Yeah, I mean, um, I've heard Dallo's an interesting guy, I think. I mean, I think people are <laughs> interested in him. Um Obviously, they win a lot of games, so you're going to be in the college football playoff most likely. I mean, things can always happen. Seasons can go sideways, so maybe not, but be able to be uh, in those games, covering those games um, for a pretty good newspaper from what I've heard. I mean, from everything I've heard, they're a family-owned operation. I mean, they they care about their paper. Um, They they really put into both the print product and the online product. Um, So interested in working for them. And, yeah, I mean – Clemson football is a pretty big deal. Uh, IU football is fun because it's it's the underdog story, and I appreciate that as much as the uh, the you know as the others. But Clemson, yeah, is one of the top three or four. I mean, you probably talk about Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Maybe those are the ones that are you know always there, um, at least right now. And to be covering that program should be interesting. There should be a lot of stories, as I'm hoping. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and big time and congratulations because you don't get to do that unless you've earned that. Uh, staying back here in Indiana before you leave out, uh, what are 
the last things you got to do, I guess, besides say the, the goodbyes, as we look forward to football, you talked about that been your focus this season. You won't be here to cover them, but what are you thinking that they open at Iowa? Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a, one of the greatest schedules, not greatest as an easy greatest as in yeah. maybe tough. You've got a Cincinnati team. You've got an Idaho team, which is coached by a Petrino. So there's that. So that's not just some anybody. You've got to travel to Western Kentucky, which is a little unusual to travel to uh, a non-con game. You start on the road against Iowa. So there's a lot of different things in addition to playing in front of fans again, which didn't happen. So with all that, I, I still think Indiana should be 9-3, and three, uh, depending upon Michael Penix. Now that you're not really covering them anymore, you can be opinionated. What do you think, man? <laughs> well, my opinion just genuinely is that I have no idea what the heck's going to happen. And I feel like yeah. that's, that's as a sports reporter the way you try to handle it because it's um, you know trying to predict the future is a foolhardy thing to do. I mean, I, exactly. I have no idea what's going to happen. And that's why I cover it because I find it interesting that I don't know what's going to happen. But um, I would say just to Indiana fans, um, don't freak out if the record doesn't look good after the first, like, three or four or five weeks. I mean, things may happen. I mean, you might lose in Iowa. It's hard to beat Penn State two years in a row. Uh, Cincinnati's a really good program. You might lose all three of those games. Uh, it doesn't mean the season won't end up being in a pretty good place. You could go on a run late in, in that schedule. Um, so don't freak out. That, that's that's all I would say. Um, you know, get ex- and, and they could win all those games. And if they win all those games, then it's kind of like last season. Like, you know, you know they won all those games – they beat Michigan. They beat Penn State. And it's like, wow, they could win. They could win out here. It's not impossible. Um, so it could go either way. Don't freak out either way. Don't get too excited one way or the other. Just don't freak out. That would be my if they win all. If they win all three of those games, John, everybody's going to be keeping track of the potential of them playing Clemson in a bowl game. Yeah. I've actually you know said that to people that actually it would be really, really funny if, yeah, um, the, the – uh, CFP matchup is Clemson versus IU at some point. I don't know if we would need to expand the field with 12 for that to happen or if it, you know, obviously they have the dream season and they're one of the four teams in there. Um, but yeah, no, I've told people that would be a, a meeting of the, of my world. So that'd be kind of interesting. I, I think that uh, you got to be, if you beat Ohio state, that's when it's possible right then. Uh, if they could have gotten it done last year, it could have been possible last year if they can get it done this year. But Everything goes through Ohio State for Indiana, I, I think, uh, to for as far as getting up to that level. But uh, man, I just can't thank you enough for your time. Uh, I, like I said, I, I just you're you're to loss for for the beat. Uh, I genuinely mean that. Uh, it's been great to to be around you. Thanks for your time today and everything you've done in the past. We appreciate you very much. I appreciate you too, Jim. Thanks for having me. You bet, man. Well, good luck, brother. And uh, we'll keep track to you. And hopefully we will have a reason to interact again, uh, some uh, interactions in some form or fashion, maybe on the soccer field. Maybe. Uh, how good is Clemson soccer? I, have no I don't know. They're East Coast. So I just, I, <laughs> if they're on the East Coast, I'm like, yeah, they got to be decent. I need to study up on that one. I'll, yeah, me I'll too. figure it out real fast. I'll let you know. But All right, buddy. You have a great one. Good luck. Best of luck to you. So much. Thank you, John. I appreciate oh, you. Appreciate you too, Jim. Thanks. You bet. John Blau joining us here uh, on Indiana Sports Beat Radio as he uh, prepares to head off to cover the Clemson Tigers. Uh, he has been uh, with the Bloomington Herald for nine years, so uh hate to see him go, really do, but uh, he's been a great one. Um, but that's life, right? Um, tomorrow, Mo Creek. 
going to join us. Looking forward to that. Of course, Kevin Brock will be back to uh, co-host. Mike DeCourcy, Chronic Hoosier, another big day. Uh, yeah, the TBT rolls on for the next couple of weeks. We'll start keeping more tra- better track of that. It's just fun. That's fun basketball to watch. Uh, let's see. The, the Olympics going on a ton. The Big Ten Media Day is coming up. Man, it is busy. I thought summer was supposed to be slow. Uh, that has not been the case. But uh, we're looking forward to keeping at it. John, did I miss anything? We even had Michael Penix, had the, the clip of Michael Penix uh, at the uh, Peyton Manning clamp. We'll get more about that tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that and see how he is doing there and what uh, what all information we can get out of there. But uh, make sure you go to the Hoosier.com, uh, Indiana Rivals, for all complete coverage of Indiana athletics and recruiting is there with Alec Lasley has got it covered. And in addition to uh, Paul Gable and the rest of the writing staff, but thank you guys. Big thanks to everybody to join us today. John Blau, of course, who had just finished up with thanks to Kevin Brockway, Jamie Shaw from rivals. And most importantly, thank you guys. And of course, John producer. Uh, but uh, without you guys, we wouldn't have a reason for being here. Appreciate you until tomorrow. I'm Jim Coyle. I will see you on the radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.